Hello once again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, of course, thanks to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free on whichever podcast platform you choose to listen. Uh, thanks to our friends over at Smoke and Jay's Barbecue. Uh, show coming up next week uh, at the Odeon in Cleveland, June 17th. Uh, haven't confirmed, but it, I would imagine, and it was looking like some Smoke and Jay's will be there on deck for you to enjoy. Uh, if you are in the Maslin area or you've got some catering events that you're looking for something different or for some some good fun food, go to smoking underscore J's, J-A-Y-S, BBQ on social media. Follow them on any social media platform and reach out and see what they can offer you in terms of uh, some delicious eatery at your next event. And thanks to the merger between SmartMark Video and IWTV, watching AIW has never been easier. You go to smartmarkvideo.com and you can purchase AIW on DVD. It's the entire full archive of AIW shows that have ever been put out on DVD or video. Those are there. You could also purchase MP4s as well. If a streaming service is more up your alley, go to IWTV and subscribe for $9.99 a month. Not only do you get a rotating archive of AIW shows, but also our live events that stream live and also an abundance of other independent wrestling promotions and their shows, their live streams, plus plenty of more original series from independentwrestling.tv. And that all being said, rolling in to this week's episode. Uh, much to talk about. AIW owner John Thorne is here, of course. And Yes, I am. I am here. <laughs> do we yeah. have much to talk about i don't know we'll i don't know uh, you know right after i said that i was like i don't know that we do actually have much to talk about we'll uh, find my, out. Name, my name is steve guy your moderator of sorts well Before i'll we, i'll I'll, yeah. I'll i'll uh i'll correct that there's probably much people want us to talk about but maybe there's nothing for us to actually talk about <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> uh so uh before all of that though before we get to the much or maybe not much to talk about, there is the shout out segment. Uh, and uh, let's see who to shout out. Oh, I got one right here. Shout out to uh, Cleveland Browns fullback, Johnny Stanton, uh, Derek Dillinger and I out hobnobbing last week, ran into him, had a great chat. He and Derek, both big Dungeons and Dragons fans. I don't know if you, if you knew that about our uh, ace degenerate. I have so many questions. Uh, just off that sentence, Hob- <laughs> hobnobbing. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? Socializing, bouncing place to place, uh, chatting, chatting up people. You never heard hobnobbing before? No, I've heard of hobgoblin, which is uh, a movie. Hobgoblins, but uh, yeah, not hobnobbing. Hobnobbing, yeah. <laughs> is that what you said? Hobnobbing, hobnobbling, hobnobbing, hobnobbing. Hobnobbing. No, don't know that one. Uh, and uh, much to everyone's surprise out there, I don't know a fucking thing about Dungeons and Dragons either. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hob- you know, I think maybe it's because I did the uh, old wrestling show. Maybe I got oh, all these old timey words in my head still. All these fucking uh, old, yeah, old dictionary words. Yeah. Yeah. Which Dic- shout out to I Marianne guess all words. I guess. I guess all words are dictionary words. 
They are, yeah, typically, yeah. Except for the slang ones, and it takes them a while, then eventually they get introduced in the dictionary. Nah, I'll correct you on that. Those would all be uh, urban dictionary words, right? Uh, well, no. Eventually, if a slang word is in the lexicon long enough, they add it to the diction- actual dictionary. All right. Yeah, you learned something new, huh? I did. I did. A <laughs> couple, mean, couple new things. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the last time I had a dictionary uh, in hand, but... It's good to know. Learn about learn it hobnobbing, learn about dictionaries. Hobnobbing around. That's gonna be the name of this episode. <laughs> need a, uh, gonna need a proper spelling when we sign off. Okay. Uh but yeah, shout out to Miriam Fontaine. Good time at Old Wrestling last Friday at the Beachland Ballroom. Uh that was the location th- of Hell on Earth One. Yeah. That's what he was trying to figure out. He was trying to figure out how many times AIW had ran there. Just once. That's what he said that you had said, but he was thinking that it was more than once for sure. I know, at he, least he, twice. He tried to debate me on that at gauntlet and, uh, no, it was only one time. Um, I think there were talks of maybe going back there, but it just never materialized. Uh, hell on earth one, 2005, John Thorne versus Michael Hutter in a casket match. Oh, wow. There you go. There you are. I don't. I don't even remember how big that. How big it is. So it's a good size space. Um, I know the ring uh, eats up quite a bit of it, though. It really does. You know, much bigger space. Obviously, of course, when there's a concert, uh, they also uh, built in a new sound booth during the course of the pandemic, doing some cleaning up and renovations, and so that now takes up some space as well. Kind of goes into the uh, the ballroom there. Um. You know, it's it's kind of a big thing and and wide. So, you know, with a wrestling ring, I mean, maybe you do 200, 250, you know, hard to, kind of hard to gauge there. But uh, I think, and that's, that's pretty much the limit. Um, okay. You know, if you, if you lay out chairs, that's all you can really do are just the chairs. You don't really have much do space for standing. Do they have chairs or? Yeah, they went seated. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I when we ran there, I think it was all standing room only. I can't remember so yeah. long ago. And that was with the ring right up against the stage too. So, um, you know, not a not a ton of space, but uh, a fun time for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm always interested in trying to get a east side ish location going, but you know, this will not make sense to anybody that's not a Clevelander, but like. The east side of Cleveland is like a foreign land to me. <laughs> uh, so I don't like, I just know nothing east of uh, Dead Man's Curve, really. You know, we, we did the uh, a couple of mentor on the lakes back in the day. That's far east. Uh, very successful, successful uh, when we did East Lake uh, this past November. Yeah, which I think maybe we're gonna go back there for Hell on Earth again. I have I should probably uh, iron that all out, but um, yeah, always always kind of interested in an East Side location because predominantly there's never been much wrestling, like on you know anywhere East Cleveland ish. You know there used yeah. to be some stuff very very far out like Painesville, way 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 back in the day, like in the early 2000s late 90s but yeah always kind of interested in finding a location out there but uh it's just never 
you know, never pans out because the Odeon is so centrally located. I kind of feel we would pull from both east yeah, and well, west. Well, even Goldhorn was uh, was actually east side, technically yeah, speaking. Technically, so. but really kind of just right on the outskirts of downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I tried to go back there and there's just a new person there and I don't know, they put pinball machines or something in that room we did the show in and they whoever the new person was just no fucking idea what I was talking about. <laughs> uh I got a couple more shout outs. You got any shout outs though? Uh yeah, I got a shout out. I went to my cousin Charlie's wedding over the weekend. All right. Shout out to Charlie in Morgan. Hashtag forevermore. Uh, was the uh, wedding hashtag slogan uh, because, you know, his last name is Moore. Uh, uh-huh. So there you go. <clears throat> wedding was in the middle of the fuck nowhere, though, uh, which, you know, made it a little difficult to uh, fully take advantage of that open bar. Yeah. Uh, because uh, uh, all the hotels were also sold out and also 20 minutes away anyway. Uh, but it was like all the way in like Norwalk near Sandusky uh, mm. on like a farm venue. Oh, um, you know, inside of like this, you know, fancy barn. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but um, yeah. So went and did that. Saw lots of family members. Shout out to Uncle Jimmy recently released from jail. He was out there having a good time. All right. Good for Uncle Jimmy. Yeah. Dom, uh, him and Dom are, are, are good buds. They helped me, they helped me move when I, I moved a couple of years ago and, uh, <laughs> Dom and uncle Jimmy became fast friends, uh, based on their, you know, Italianness. So, uh, mm. they were, they were very, Dom was uh, very happy to see, uh, uncle Jimmy on my Instagram story over the weekend and, uh, asked, uh, many questions uh, about how he was doing. Uh, but yeah, I saw tons of family members over the weekend, which, you know, I don't do a ton of like family, uh, you know, family fun gatherings. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, it was nice to get out and do that and see all those, see all those people, you know, all those cousins and, you know, just kind of distant family members. So, you know, that's kind of how I spent my weekend. All right. Well, uh, a big, big shout out to uh, one of the owners of the dive bar, Justin. Uh, he and his wife welcomed their first child just recently. So big news there too from marriage to now kids over here in the next shout out. Uh, so congrats to them. He's always treated us very well. He's come to a few shows and of course taking care of us through the after parties at the dive bar, which uh you know, you heard it here first. We may be making the after party for next week at the Odeon. So I know that that would come up as a, as a question for folks. Uh, but that is, you know, that's in the cards right now. That's a conversation being had. But uh, congrats to Justin and his wife. Yeah, it's just been, uh, it's, it's really been a crazy couple weeks, honestly. Um, you know, through, uh, Memorial day weekend, you know, I know we were all kind of off doing various things. And then I did like a marathon Patreon session at my house last weekend where, um, we finally dropped commentary tracks on the North Canton street festival shows, um, 
one of those full edits is up on Patreon uh, for you to watch. Uh, it's about, uh, I think, 45 minutes long or something like that. Uh, the f- show number one from North Gantt Street Festival, that's up there. Uh, we got a couple exclusive Patreon podcasts we recorded. Um, so, you know, I know that one of my big goals was trying to get back on track for Patreon and uh, spent last weekend trying to do that and, uh, you know, gather content. We also uh, put together packages that are going to be going out for the, um, you know, r- special delivery. I forget what it's called. The the tier where you get a random item in the mail. Um, so worked a lot on Patreon last weekend. Um, and then, you know, right into, you know, the, the wedding stuff this weekend, um, <coughs> Friday, I also, uh, got to hang out with the Sanka family for a little bit. Uh, Nick hey, and Chris, uh, Sully, Sully was in the house, uh, Sully in the house. And, All right. You know, next girlfriend, Allie, uh, they were camping up at Cedar Point. So I went and hung out with them for a little bit on Friday night and, you know, had a couple, had a couple cocktails, uh, you know, hung out at their, you know, their now, you know, uh, camper people where they, you know, just go and take a camper and go, go set up for a weekend somewhere. That's so pretty cool. I, I went and, uh, went and, Met up with them uh, on Friday night for a little bit. Uh, so, you know, that was a good time. And, uh, you know, right to that wedding on Saturday. And then, you know, Sunday recovery mode. So it's been crazy. And then, you know, work. my job has just been insane. Uh, probably something, you know, we should talk about is mask mandates back at my job, which is a little concerning for uh, the summer of fun that AW has planned right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's going to be a topic of controversy, I'm sure for people, but, um, y- you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, if people can just be helpful and responsible and be cool about it and look, I don't care what your thoughts are on these things, but if it becomes a policy, then it's a policy, you know, and just, uh, I was little, out, you know. Yeah, I was I was a little shocked by it, and um, you know, I saw that uh, a lot of other places in Cuyahoga County have brought back a mask mandate. Uh, you know, it's not like an official government stance or anything, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it mm-hmm. seemed like we were kind of out of the woods, and you don't even you know they're not even like really reporting on a lot of COVID numbers anymore, and then like out of nowhere it was i guess Cuyahoga County like changed whatever the i don't know however they rank it you know what i mean like whatever the yeah. you know whatever the alert system was they we went from like whatever to like high again and they started like places started instituting mask mandates again so just giving people uh, a heads up that who knows what could be coming in uh, the month of June? Oh, there you go, folks. Pay attention. Keep your uh, keep your eyes out. Just in just in case, we'll obviously um, you know keep you posted through social media at AI Wrestling or right here on the podcast as well. So um, you know, 
we'll, we'll keep you updated if we need to make any sort of those mandates. Uh, I will give, uh, you know, I'll give a final shout out here, Thorn, to, to kind of, it'll segue us, I think, into uh, some of the conversations that we're going to have here, uh, unless you have any others you'd like to give a shout out to. No, I'm, uh, I'm shouted out, out. All right. Then I will say this, uh, shout out to absolute and intense champion, Matt Cardona. Uh, if you uh, follow him on social media or wrestling on social media in general, you probably did see for those who did not, uh, he did uh, tear his bicep. And today, as we are recording this, went into surgery uh, to repair that. So uh, that ending the shout out segment, quick segue into this to tell you, you know, we don't have any sort of true update yet. Just had surgery today. Uh, the thorn you have not spoken to him. I would imagine, uh, at, at this point, you know, after he's, he's out of surgery. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously spoke to him leading up to it. Uh, as a matter of fact, when it happened, he, uh, did text me, um, and said, you know, he thought maybe he had torn his bicep. So, you know, he had texted me that day <coughs> um, and, you know, he didn't know for sure. So it's kind of, you can't make a plan um, with, without a, you know, proper diagnosis or, or you know, whatever you want to say, um, put us all kind of in this weird um, holding pattern, so to speak. Right. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, I know that, you know, when I Google it, it says one thing. I know that the doctor told Matt Cardona another thing. And then I know Matt Cardona thinks a completely other thing. You know what I mean? So um, I think we will, we should know more coming out of the surgery, uh, which is probably happening as we record this um and you know that's just that's just where we that's where we're at i mean there's no official decision that's been made um but you know we are gonna have to probably do something because absolution is um you know, about a month and a half away and, uh, we do need a main event, um, which it sounds like Matt Cardona more than likely will not be able to participate in. Um, however, you know, we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt and allow him to get the exact, um, you know, diagnosis or recovery time frame from the doctor, which will be, you know, post-surgery um, once they, you know, are able to see how it went and, and everything. Um, so I don't think we will make any sort of decision prior to June 17th, as far as what is going to happen um, you know, obviously there is a potential that he, you know, he would be stripped or, 
you know, would have to vacate um, depending on what the, what the timeline is, which, you know, sucks going into absolution. Um, but, you know, that's just kind of where we're at right now. And, um, you know, it seems a lot of companies are in that situation right now, you know, like it, it just happened in AEW. Um, it just happened in WWE. Um, a lot of major injuries uh, seem to be going around for whatever reason. So, you know, I, I, I wish I could sit here and I could tell you definitively, this is what we're going to do. This is our plan. But it's hard to make a plan when we don't have a time frame, you know, like, like I said, you can Google, you can Google and you can see one thing. Um, what a doctor told Matt Cardona prior to surgery is another thing. And then what Matt Cardona thinks that he's capable of is, you know, is a third thing. So we have to wait and see where things are at. Obviously Cardona wants to come back as soon as possible um, and thinks that he would be able to really um, ramp up and speed up his recovery time. But, you know, as we know, that's not always how it works. So um, it's, it's hard for me to sit here and say that I have, I have a plan on, on, on what's going to happen. Let me, uh, let me ask this because that's part of what this podcast is about. It's an it's an inside look behind the scenes of independent wrestling promotion and booking it. You get this news, you get this text from him. What are your thoughts? Is it a balance of, well, shit? Wh- what does this mean for this near? I mean, nearly year long storyline that we've been working with. Uh, you know, in a balance with. Hey man, are you are are you okay? You know what what's all what all kind of goes through your mind immediately? Um, you know, obviously there is some selfishness there. Um, when you know we started this story, and you know there was so much kind of um, uh, like a visceral reaction from our fans, right? Uh, very upset when Matt Cardona became the champion. And to know that we had this kind of long burn planned and we got through nearly all of the chapters of the story, um, it is pretty upsetting that there's a potential, which is more likely going to happen than not of it not coming to fruition and you know everything kind of wrapping up in this story that we've all spent so much time on you know and then there's also just the general concern of you know his health and where he's at because you know he does not have a WWE machine behind him anymore. He does not have a guaranteed income anymore. You know, there are, he could be looking at several months of no bookings, no money, um, relying on merch sales and things like that to where, you know, I trust me, I know what his schedule is. 
you know, because I've tried to get dates, you know, like uh, tried to get him on dates that weren't initially given to him and he's not available. You know, we're talking, Mm -hmm. you, you know, he had dates already into 2023, you know? So there is, uh, you know, that concern for him and, you know, where, you know, where's his head is at and, you know, how this is going to, you know, be mentally taxing for him. Uh, so there's just a lot of, you know, concern and, you know, there's a lot of reluctancy for me to even ask, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to come off so selfish and, you know, so concerned with what's happening with my shows because, Mm -hmm. you know, he's got probably 30, 40, 50 other promoters that he's was supposed to work for. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a balance in how to kind of try to get the answers that we need, but not, you know what I mean? Like also respects, you know, his situation. It's, it's very tricky. Um, and you know, he may not even care when I ask him that, but I'm just saying, you know, it's very, it's very awkward for me to say, Hey, you know, what, you know, what's the diagnosis? What's the verdict? You know, Hey, you know, we may have to vacate. We may have to do this. You you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's all very tricky because, you know, I love him or hate him. He has done quite a bit for AIW over the last year. And, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to disrespect him in any way. But, you know, if he is going to be out, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten months. I don't know that we can do that without singles champion. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's just very, it's, it's very difficult. And, you know, everybody is hopeful that it's going to be on the short end of recovery, but anybody that's ever had surgery knows that there are varying windows depending on how your body takes to a surgery. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like the jury's still out on the whole thing. Yeah. So, so a bit premature to say, you know, Hey, uh, we've got to vacate these titles and we got to figure something out because if it's a shorter window, that may not be necessary whatsoever. Right. And I mean, you know, obviously, um, the plan for June 17th was going to be pick your poison for both of them. Um, obviously, you know, he is not going to be able to participate. Um, so, you know, instead of blow the whole card up and, you know, after we started kind of building things, you know, for the undercard at, at gauntlet, um, we're going to kind of write it out as planned. We will just remove, uh, what, you know, what would have been the Matt Cardona match 
and, um, you know, just kind of get through uh, the rap show on June 17th and then reassess. And we will have a, we will have a definitive plan probably in between there and uh, the, the show at the Winchester on July 7th. So, I mean, it's, it sucks that we have such kind of now a tight window to put something together uh, potentially, but I just think that's the way we're going to have to do it at this point. You know, um, we're not going to know what's what. And I do have, you know, I, I have been rainstorming, you know, obviously. Um, but, you know, my big thing is I don't want to let the fans down, you know, who've come along for the ride for this whole thing. Um, you know, this is... It, essentially like our WrestleMania build is our absolution build. Right. And yeah, you know, it's just, uh, it's tough to, it's tough to go in without, without that big marquee main event. So, um, it's true. It, true or it's false. Difficult. Though, uh, true or false. You are concerned with now losing 90% of your fan base. Uh, I, I mean, I'm concerned with losing fan base. I mean, obviously not 90%, like uh, some people have alleged, but <laughs> yeah, um, you know, obviously uh, concerning, you know, Matt Cardona has always, you know, brought out um, the universe, the universe, as I say, you know, and uh, I have noticed the tickets have been slower than usual for uh, gangster rap made me do it. Um, for an Odeon show for sure. Um, you know, obviously it's a little bit different coming out of that Minoru Suzuki situation where it was such a hot ticket, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, we still have a while to go to, to reach those sort of numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's not 90%, but it's a bit concerning that there are, you know, there will be a, a drop off uh, when it's supposed to be kind of the most exciting time for AIW. You know what sure. I mean? Like it's, uh, and, and especially coming off Gauntlet, and, you know, it seemed like everything had clicked into place there. Uh, so it's a little, it's a little concerning to, to go from that into, you know, this, obviously this injury and, uh, you know, that the whole world is aware of. And, you know, tickets being a little slower than we anticipated. And, you know, obviously, um, we want Absolution to be the most successful show of the year. You know, that's the plan. Um, so there's a lot of work that needs to be done over these, you know, this next month and a half to try to fix a lot of these potential problems. Yeah. Well, so... Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, June seventeenth coming up. Um, tickets are still available, folks. We're going to be back at the Odeon in downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, Shop.aiwrestling.com for tickets. We do have still an amazing uh, show and lineup. Some of that, you know, has has been released. We've announced Kevin Sullivan is going to be there as a special guest. Uh, so meet and greet available with him. 
uh, Josh Bishop has a, a surprise opponent. We've, we've talked about that. Uh, we have this amazing uh, six-person scramble that's going to include M-Dog Matt Cross, who uh, just saw last week, and he's excited to you know already uh, be coming back to to AIW again. Um, and he's also in that scramble with him. We have Bandito making his way to Cleveland. And Jack Heavens are going to descend from the heavens into Cleveland, Ohio. So, I mean, just those three, uh, it's an amazing chance to see guys that you don't get to see all the time or, I mean, hardly ever right here in, in Cleveland. So such a, a rare appearance uh, by these guys. Obviously, Matt Cross, you get to see much more often in Cleveland than Bandito and Jack Evans. But uh, this is going to be an action-packed show. And it is our annual no rules show. So again, we've talked about in months before, we've kind of shaken up and, and redone the order of our shows. And so this is now happening next week, June 17th, a show traditionally we would do typically in May. But uh, here we are rolling this sucker out. And yeah, we're, yeah, we, we kind of shook things up for uh, yeah. the traditional schedule with COVID. Uh, we were able to kind of maneuver some things around and, um, you know, this is, uh, this is kind of in the same spot. Uh, but traditionally, you know, we would also be trying to, you know, put a jailet in there and, uh, that has been moved to post absolution, Mm -hmm. which I think will, you know, help things flow a little bit better. Um, you know, now that we're able to kind of, readjust how, how things are going. I, I do know uh, who Josh Bishop's mystery opponent is. Oh. And uh, I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised in the main event on June 17th. Okay. All right. That's so, all you're going to get out of me though. Okay. All right. Somewhere surprises continues folks. There you go. Uh, and, you know, also on this thing, we, we talk about rivalries and things continue to build. Gauntlet for the gold, we saw Katie Arquette and Jocelyn Navarro, numbers one and two, and uh, a rivalry, I, I won't even say renewed. This thing has just been ongoing. And on this night, we get to see them in a match with no rules. Uh, they've had some tremendous showings, and here they go again. Uh, but in a completely different style and environment that we get to see them in. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I think that, uh, the story has kind of formed organically and, um, I've decided to run with it. And, uh, you know, this is just kind of another little twist in, uh, you know, what's happened. Um, I, you know, I don't know if we, I don't think we discussed it, but I really, uh, was adamant that I wanted to start the gauntlet with them one and two. Um, I just thought that that was the perfect scenario for this story. And there were a lot of pitches from other people to be one and two, but um, I just thought that, you know, it couldn't, couldn't stray from, from that part of the plan for this. And, uh, you know, I think they have great chemistry, um, but not, not the typical chemistry you know like they have great kind of beat the fuck out of each other chemistry um which i can only imagine what they're gonna do when they have 
the ability to incorporate weapons and there's no disqualifications. Um, so there's a lot that can be done there. Uh, there's a lot more for this card to be announced. Um, I was kind of holding off a little bit, obviously, um, in the event that we had more information on the Cardona situation um, and some other things that uh, have been uh, going on a little bit behind the scenes, some other deals that we've uh, been trying to work out uh, that have not uh, come together just yet. So, you know, there's a few things that we were kind of waiting on to see if we had to move uh, the potential card around. So I would look for more to be revealed about this card, uh, you know, in the next few days, obviously leading up to it. Um, We do have some of the premium seating still available. Um, there's a few stage seats still available and, uh, some second row seats, I I think. And that would be it. Um, I would have to double check, but I think that's, that's what's available. Um, the stage sheets being available is kind of, that always kind of gives me like a worried feeling because those are like the most premium tickets available. So I always get a little concerned when I see that they're stage uh, seats available. So hopefully, you know, we're able to, um, you know, have a, uh, have a great turnout and, you know, this is, we haven't done one of these no rules shows. I mean, it's crazy. I, you know, I didn't even realize that that was the first gauntlet we did since like 2019. This will yeah. be the, this will be the first, you know, rap, you know, quote rap show, uh, no rule show also since 2019. So, uh, just very excited. You know, we have, uh, this absolution and jail it, and then we will have, uh, gotten to, you know, our big marquee events that have been on the shelf again. And, uh, you know, as we've stated on the podcast, uh, Russell Rager returning to, formerly known as now that's class now known as no class. Uh, so, you know, hopeful that everything is kind of going to fall into place for the summer. Uh, not to mention the bill Alfonso hardcore tournament, uh, back in Ashton Beulah. I mean, we have just so much stuff going on and, you know, uh, speaking to the, uh, I guess we can get into that. We're going to bounce all over the place, but, uh, you know, speaking to the, organizers of the great lakes russell fest um they really want to make this a yearly thing um you know last year obviously still you know kind of in the middle of the pandemic um was kind of a trial run um and they were you know um excited to give it a try now as as we're a little you know a little bit out of the pandemic, so to speak. I mean, obviously not out of the pandemic, but, um, you know, they want to try it again. And they're hopeful that this year with the ability to have, you know, uh, full capacity and, you know, just uh, maybe just more of overall interest, they would like this to be a yearly thing. Um, and not just the IW, they would like for the Bill Alfonso hardcore tournament to be a yearly thing, uh, as a part of their annual Great Lakes Russell Fest. So, you know, I'm hopeful that is successful as well. Um, 
a couple notes on that I can confirm. You and I, Steve, will be doing our first ever live. The card is going to change uh, on July thirtieth oh, as wow. part as part of the Great Lakes Russell Fest. What do you think about that? I uh, hey, I'm down for it. You know, we've been talking about this for a while. We we try to figure out what's the right way to do it. How do we bring this to the people? Uh, you know, let's go, man. Yeah, let's make it, let's do it live. We're gonna we're gonna give that a shot. You know, obviously Fonzie will be in the house. There'll be all sorts of people there. Um, and then, uh, also there's going to be a live wrestling cheers, uh, podcast at the great lakes wrestle fest. Uh, Very cool. There will be a live at odds with wrestling. Our friend Joe will be making the trip back to, uh, AIW land, so to speak on July 30th. Uh, his podcast at odds with wrestling will be doing a live broadcast from the great lakes wrestle fest. Um, and uh, I believe uh, also Pod Van Dam will be doing a live podcast at the Great Lakes Russell Fest. So, um, you know, one thing that they wanted to do is they wanted to add more wrestling centric things to the Great Lakes Russell Fest and not just have it be an AIW event, right? So um, they're incorporating these uh, live podcasts, and there's going to be other things going on in the vendor areas this year. Uh, so very exciting stuff. Uh, very happy to be working with them. And, you know, obviously, uh, I guess AW is the marquee attraction, so to speak for this, uh, Russell fest. So don't make us look bad people like come out, support it. Uh, they've, you know, reduced their ticket prices quite a bit. Um, you know, I did have a meeting with them about that and, uh, they did drop the ticket prices and, you know, I, I was able to kind of explain to them uh, a better ticketing system. So uh, it is very affordable. Uh, come on out July 30th and support it. Because like I said, uh, if it does well, this, you know, not only, you know, Bill Alfonso Hardcore Tournament, but the entire Great Lakes Russell Fest, they would like to make a yearly event in the Ashtabula area. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be um, interactive. I think is a is a good word to use for the day, right? Wouldn't you say there'd be plenty of? Yeah, you know, we're we're working on we're working on different things. You know, um, we're going to experiment with, with you know doing some things in the vendor area and uh, other spaces. Um, you know, just uh, it, it should be a fun day. Honestly, uh, you know, it was it was a lot of fun last year. Um, with the, you know, with it being like a new thing and, you know, none of us knew what we were getting into. We didn't know what we were getting into. They didn't know what what they were getting into. They just knew that they wanted to bring wrestling to their area. Uh, and, uh, you know, this year they have, you know, a little bit better idea. (coughs) We were able to get more on the same page this year. Now that we have a bit of uh, a working history, you know, and, Mm. um, you know, they've, they've been great. They've been really receptive to, my suggestions, um, you know, like uh, I was very adamant that they needed to offer a more affordable ticket, uh, which they did, you know, agree with. And, uh, you know, we've been working a lot more, you know, in, in a cohesive way this, this time around. Uh, so I'm very hopeful that, uh, you know, it, it is successful 
as I am all the summer events, you know, I hope are successful. Um, maybe we, uh, have too much going on this summer. I don't know. I mean, I guess time will tell, uh, when the summer is over, if the schedule is too ambitious or not, but, uh, I'm very hopeful. I'm very, um, you know, obviously we were all a little bit overly excited that, you know, when we were able to set the schedule, um, you know, coming out of the, you know, the, kind of coming out of the pandemic, you know, I'm not going to say we were out of the pandemic, but, um, you know, the summer especially is a very ambitious schedule for, uh, for us. So, um, you know, hopefully we didn't bite off more than we could chew. Uh, but, uh, I, I, am optimistic, honestly, that, uh, all this stuff is gonna, is gonna go well. Well, here's what I'll say about our summer schedule. Um, and, and we're in a couple different areas. If you are in Ohio, let's say Indiana, Kentucky, Pennsylvania. I mean, we, I know that we have people that come in from further than those spots, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll have some places that they can kind of get to. Like the drives aren't bad, especially when we go out east, obviously. Um, AIW, we've always prided ourselves kind of on being a cornucopia of different types and styles of wrestling, so to speak. But I also think I think that the variety that we are giving people in this summer schedule sets it up so that if there is one particular kind of style or area you want to go to and how you like your wrestling, uh, you can find that show this year and this summer. So maybe you haven't come to AIW before and you, you want to check it out. And you're like, well, I, you know, I don't know if I like everything. I kind of like just this style. You know, we've got the the Fonzie Hardcore uh, tournament that's going to occur, right? So if that's your thing, man, come out to that. That's going to be a great time. Uh, Wrestle Rager is just a party. If you like a loose, fun, crazy environment, that's what that is. Um, you know, if you want to take your wrestling seriously and you love your storylines and everything, of course, we have Absolution and the, and the whole buildup with that. We've got, we've got Jay Lit, and you can see... Uh, we'll be bringing in different guests for that. So there, there are so many things, and and this schedule allows you fans, and, and talking to you folks directly right now, because we don't do any of this without your support. And for this to be a success all summer long, we, of course, need you. But uh, this is that summer, finally, because pe- we have people for years clamoring for AIW to run even more often than once a month, even more often than we run twice a month, you know, uh, and, and we are running like crazy this summer. Get that friend of yours who has said they'll come to a show with you sometime, but still hasn't, you know, get those friends who have said, man, maybe I should check out an, uh, an independent wrestling show at some point. Well, uh, you know, I really like WWE or AEW and uh, I don't know if I'd ever get into the local stuff, bring them to one of these shows, maybe they then want to come to more of these shows, but you know, I'm pleading with you to, to, to get tickets, bring a friend. And I know we've said that multiple times on the show, it's always a great opportunity to do it, but there's, there's really has never been a better opportunity this summer with the amount of shows that we are running to, to help us bring in a whole new audience of people who have never been to shows before. Yeah. I mean, you know, and that's the thing is, you know, so sometimes, you know, we have this loyal fan base, but then sometimes something happens to one of those 
loyal fans, you know, life, and, you know, they, they don't come as often anymore. We, we need to, con- we need to keep kind of replenishing, um, you know, the fans that come through the door. Uh, so we can do, you know, crazy things like bring Minoru Suzuki to the Odeon. I mean, I would have loved to have done that at a much larger venue, but, uh, I think we could have probably sold 500 more tickets for that show. Like no joke. Um, you know, we need to just keep, keep the train rolling. You know what I mean? It's a group effort. Um, it's not quite a, a hard sell week just yet, maybe next week, but, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, it's uh it it it's a lot to juggle but i think that you know we're capable of continuing to grow this company and uh you know we continue to grow you know i, I just i feel like we just were just this unstoppable force uh coming out of 2019 and um you know it's been a bit of a reality check, you know, obviously since then. And, uh, there's been, you know, glimpses of that momentum again. Um, and I would like to see that, you know, uh, and, and not be a glimpse anymore. I would like to see that momentum, you know, take off and, um, we can continue to, you know, grow and add events and, you know, uh, we are looking at, you know, kind of slowing back just a tad in the fall, obviously with such a ambitious summer schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I haven't looked ahead quite to 2023 yet, but you know, a lot of that is going to depend on this summer and how we make plans for 2023, because, you know, uh, probably midway through the summer, we'll start looking at 2023 dates and speaking to venues and trying to get stuff locked in. Um, so, you know, uh, maybe next year we, we ease back, maybe, you know, we can do the, this similar schedule or, you know, maybe we add more. I don't know. Um, I highly doubt we'll add more, but, <laughs> um, you know, we've had a lot of inquiries in different markets. Um, you know, there's uh, been some interest in the Columbus area and, you know, some, some other areas as well. Um, so, you know, there's a lot uh, there's a lot of room for growth, but, you know, I'm just not totally on board with, you know, taking some of those leaps just yet. There you go. Uh, well, John Thorne, I'd say we can open up questions to the Discord, but... Uh... We really don't have any questions. We kind of answered them. The uh, big questions just kind of surrounding Matt Cardona. Uh, we've been chatting here for a while now. Anything anything you want to uh, uh, talk about or that we kind of haven't thrown out there? I know we've got the, that full schedule. And again, if you're wondering about the schedule, go to AIWrestling.com uh, or follow us on social media, any platform, at AIWrestling. Uh, tickets to... Multiple of these events for sale, shop.aiwrestling.com. Subscribe to the Patreon, by the way. Uh, as was mentioned earlier in the show. We dropped uh, I think some commentary from the North Canton Street Festival and some other things on that Patreon. And sometimes you get to you get ahead of tickets first right there. Yeah, you get we release tickets uh, first on the Patreon to the early bird special uh, tier. Um, I believe... I, 
tickets are on sale for everything but Russell Rager right now. Um, okay. AW 3D tickets with Shark Boy just uh, went on sale to the to the uh, email list yesterday. Um, clarification: the show will not be shot in 3D, even though I did make my best efforts to uh, <laughs> to, to uh, make that happen. I uh, just thought it was a, a funny name uh, because we had Shark Boy, and uh, everybody knows the best Jaws movie is obviously Jaws 3D. So, uh, what better way to uh, incorporate shark boy into the mix uh really just wanted that poster uh everything else we'll figure out later i guess but um yeah everything is on sale uh a little clarification on the jaylet weekend um just so people are aware um and uh you know it 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 can be (laughs) excuse me sorry justin summers for that cough um, it can be a little confusing, um, but we're trying to do this so it can everything can be organized for the weekend. Um, so there are multiple Eventbrite ticket pages for JLo weekend, and that is because uh, it's going to be. It's too it's too difficult to offer you know a weekend pass for every ticket level and then you know just for inventory basis and then you know have single tickets available and um, so what we are doing is um, the weekend passes are only so the only way you can sit in the most premium seats for Jaylet weekend will be via the weekend pass, okay? So by that, I mean front row on the stage, front row ringside, uh, stage seating. Those tickets are only available in a weekend uh, in a weekend pass package for Jaylet Weekend. Um, we will only be offering uh, 50 I believe general admission weekend passes and then that's it. So um, we're putting a bit of a limit on the weekend passes for jail weekend, uh, but the only way you can sit front row front row stage or on the stage will be via the weekend pass um, for then you get into kind of the individual events for jail, you know, throughout jail weekend which, you know, is night one fresh meat, which is going to be, we're bringing back the uh, fresh meat concept, which will be feature debuting students out of the AW Academy, um, taking on veterans of, you know, varying capacities, um, which there'll be quite a few on hand during jail at weekend. <laughs> so night one fresh meat in jail at night two, um, there will be no front row, front row stage, or stage seating available for an individual night. I hope this long-winded explanation makes sense. Um, <laughs> but for jail at night one, fresh meat, and jail at night two, uh, a la carte, you'll be able to purchase second row, third row, 
or general admission tickets. Um, there is no second row weekend pass, though. Um, so, you know, if you just want to come to one of the nights, you can sit second row, third row, or general admission. Um, if you want to come to just jail it and skip fresh meat, you know, same thing. You could sit second row, third row, or by general admission. Um, there is no package for the second, third row. Hopefully that makes sense. But okay. for inventory okay. for inventory purposes, we have to kind of spread it out because fresh meat is probably going to be honestly the most packed show of the weekend, uh, based on so many debuting students. Uh, and that is going to be a, a pretty hot ticket. Uh, it's already selling like crazy, honestly. So, um, you know, we didn't want to put you know, uh, front row tickets up for that because they'd be sold already. There you go. That's a long-winded explanation, but the explanation that you all needed. Uh, again, shop.airwrestling.com for all of your ticket needs uh, and get tickets for all the shows that are currently available, which is pretty much all of them. Well, some of them still, I think just Patreon, right? So, uh, uh no. So, yeah, but keep an eye. Everything, there, everything's gone. Everything is gone. To is everything available least, currently? Has gone out to at least our email list. Um, AW3D is the only thing that's not okay. Public pub, but it will be public by the end of this week. There you go, folks. There you go. So shop.airwrestling.com. It is. Get on the tickets. I feel like that uh, explanation that was, was so confusing. Next week, June the 17th. I feel like that was just such a confusing explanation. It was, uh, it, it was long. I think people will just rewind and be like, okay, wait. I know that I want these seats. What did John Thorne say about them? And they can go back and they can listen to that. Uh, I hope so. Because, be good. They'll just listen yeah. for the exact those sections that they want. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. because previously we would just have one, like one event bright page. And then it was just like a free for all. And it's just, but we also didn't do any assigned seats besides the front row before and the stage. And mm-hmm. now that we've added second, third row, you know, some, sometimes there's a fourth row. It's just, it would be just a, a nightmare to, organize and you know sometimes our crew has a tough enough time counting the amount of chairs per row so you know i'm trying to (laughs) expedite the process you know so it's nice and smooth for everybody there you are and Uh, i may have overcomplicated it though i don't know let me know sound off (laughs) sound off in the replies folks at ai wrestling uh on all of your social media platforms uh, I got nothing else. I think we covered a lot of things. Uh, that we just yeah, hobnobbing around, huh? Just hobnobbing around. I told you we had much to talk about, uh, and and we we covered much much things. I don't know. It's not the proper way to to say that, but many things, many topics. Know, we covered many topics. You you didn't think that we would, but uh, we did. I just want you to know, John Thorne, that hobnob is a verb. It means mix socially, especially with those of higher social status. So I used it perfectly and accurately when describing an experience with just myself and Derek Dillinger and 
we met and hung out with uh, an NFL football player. I would say okay. he's in a, of a higher social status, right? There you go. Steve Webster dictionary guy. Thank you. For, hobnobbing around baby. Thank you for the official definition of hobnobbing around. Is there an apostrophe at the end of that? Nobbin Maple Heights, fourth grade. Uh, if, well, if you're not going to throw a G on there. Yeah. If you're going to slang it, that'd be, yeah, that'd be a hobnobbing. I think hobnobbing. Yeah. Fourth hob-nobbing grade. Hob-nobbing 19, sounds uh, too, what year was that? I don't know how old I was. 19, 1994? Yeah, 1994 Maple High City Spelling Bee Champion right here, pal. Hobnobbing, I think, just sounds got so Got my proper. name on a big trophy. I got a big trophy with a big B on it. It's great. Like an actual, like a B, B, not the letter. Oh, I know about the Bs. Yeah, hobnobbing. You want to you talk You want to talk about schools? Don't put that G on there. We're, uh, I know about Bs. I know about the casual bees. here on this podcast. I went to the, uh, I went to the home of the B. Braxville Broadview Heights High School. We are the bees. Did you know that? Very, very just <laughs> okay. scary. Very scary. Uh, <laughs> scary uh, team mascot. There you go. The we bee. are the bees. Who's the bees? You're the bees? Your school? Yeah, the Braxville Broadview Heights bees. Braxville bees. You got nothing? No. My, my high school was the Wolverines. Well, high school, high school, I had the Wolverines and uh, elementary school. We were the, the Dunham Dragons in Maple Heights. But the uh, the big mural on the wall, the dragon looks more like uh, the dragon from Pete's Dragon or something, you know, very friendly. Yeah, we had a B, you know, you, you had a in the you had a change in your gym clothes. It had a B on it. Yeah. Is that did you feel pretty badass with that? Yeah, I mean, you know, not a killer bee, just a regular old bumblebee. Just a regular old bumblebee. Yeah, wow. Uh, hobnobbing. Hobnobbing, baby. Hobnobbing. Hey, you know what, folks? Uh, the last five minutes of this pure nonsense, but you could hobnob with us if you get your tickets uh, to any of the upcoming AIW shows, shop.aiwrestling.com. How about that? That's a good little plug. Good Thanks. plug ski. Uh, end, it, end it right there then, huh? Yeah, I mean I got I got nothing <laughs> else for discussing bees and smelling bees and um definitions. So that's about where I punch out. Yep, there you are. It's time for dinner, folks. Uh so join us next week at the Odeon. And before that, I think that you should join us right here because it'll probably be a little bit of a hard sell week next week. So tune in right here to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Whiskers is meowing. Rare. Had to get that chime in. Rare. Rare. So we talk to each other. Rare. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you next week. Rare.